Hello, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Who goes there? My name is Jennifer from Heart. Jennifer. All right, well, we got a few people out there. It sounds like good. Good, good, good. All right, hold on one second, folks. And it's first. Okay, I just muted you all because it was starting to get a little noisy. As, as people come on, it gets a little noisy. No big deal because I want you guys to hit star six. Okay, if, um, if you have a question, hit star six, then just please re-mute your own phone after that. I want you guys to ask questions. I think today's an important call myself. Um, I think that uh, we have an incredible uh, situation here in this real estate market, what's going on. It doesn't matter if you're in Arizona. It doesn't matter if you're in California. It doesn't matter if you're in Nevada or any part of California or, you know, it's, um, it's an incredible real estate. It's an incredible time to be in real estate. Now, if you're not doing the business you want, that's probably the last thing you want to hear. Okay, yeah, well, I keep hearing that, but, uh, you know, and, you know, if you're newer, you know, you're going to have to learn some stuff. But I'll tell you, the great thing about being newer right now in this market is that when a market's like this, the playing field's kind of been evened out. Yes, if you have a sphere, it's very helpful, no doubt. Okay, if you have a sphere, it's very helpful. It definitely, no doubt about it. I'm not going to, of course. But you can also do a tremendous amount of business from just what's just sold calls right now because people are moving. So I did my normal little homework, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago. I think I mentioned this last week. And, uh, you know, I, I did my economist, looked at all the economists, the real estate forecasters, the Zillows, the NAR, Redfin, everybody. And I come up and uh, even the one Forrest sends out, uh, I can't think of the name of the company, but you guys get it as an email, but they do a forecast. They did a forecast over the, for the real estate market for the next year in Vegas. Arizona is supposed to be continuing to stay super hot. The number one destination of buyers out of California is Phoenix Scottsdale area. Number two is Las Vegas. Now that surprised me. I thought we were in the top five, but we're actually number two. So everybody leaving California is going to Arizona and Nevada. Okay, not, you know, not all of them, but a, but a decent amount of them. That's where they're going. Why? Because the cost of living is lower. Okay, taxes are better. All right, so all kinds of stuff that makes uh, Arizona and Nevada wonderful states to live in. Arizona, you know, uh, I would say Phoenix is closer to becoming um, a city that's going to be expensive to live in. You know, it's got a few years to go. That's why it's such a great place to invest in, right, because it's going to continue to appreciate, probably close to, if not double digit this year, although some people are saying as low as 2% and as high as 18 um, I think it's still going to be in the 10 range, maybe a little higher. Same with Nevada. California is going to continue to, to appreciate. You know, you get a lot of people moving out of Nevada. But what they're, they're finally predicting something that I was in, on my mind for the last two years now, which is, our, which is people who have bought in California, baby boomers especially, that have bought in California that own the houses outright or close to it, and their places have tripled, quadrupled, you know, multiplied times 10 in value uh, are moving. So you have all that going on. And then you have people in Phoenix and Nevada and all over California. They're just moving because they can. Interest rates are great. I've got a lot of equity. I've always wanted to be over here. So there's all kinds of movement going on for different reasons. There's even manufactured transactions, I think, because of how much the average sale price has gone up. So all that being said, okay, how, how do you maximize that? 
So I got some points I want you to think about today. So once again, I know it's goal setting time. And matter of fact, it's past goal setting time for me for 2022. Remember what's possible for you in 2022. Hopefully you got it done in 2021 so you can decide what's possible for you in 2022. Well, that's even better, I think. Decide what's possible for you in 2022. All right, and I would say that this is a question I always ask myself. Am I gonna be a goal achieved person or am I gonna be an if only person? Now you're probably saying, what the hell does that mean? Goal achieved means I achieved my goal. If only means you have reasons why you didn't. Well, you know, if only uh, the market, if only uh, the sky is aligned and the stars are, no. So you're gonna be one or the other. You're gonna be a goal achieved or you're gonna be explaining why you didn't. Okay, so I don't like the second one myself but a lot of people fall into that category. I would say that most people, now, and I'm not talking about, like the year I had a goal of 150 transactions, I closed 113. That wasn't a, I wasn't a big failure because I only got to like 80% of my goal. I, that's the way I always set my goals. So they're really tough to get to, but I believe I do more because of it. Now, some people that drive crazy, set a goal you can achieve and then adjust it up when you get close. Whatever, doesn't matter, they both work. So am I a goal achieved person or am I an if only person? You know, I love what Zig Ziglar used to say years ago. Uh, are you a wandering generality? That's my Dallas accent. Or a meaningful specific? A wandering generality or a meaningful specific? Is that a great way to talk to yourself? I, listen, we all have an interior dialect. You should definitely talk to yourself in a way that causes you to motivate you not beat yourself up. Okay, so goal, goal achieved or if only. There is no in between. You know, as the great philosopher Yoda once said, do or do not, there is no try. I love that. Trying is lying. Well, I'm trying. Like if you get in my coaching and you say try, I usually let you get away with it for like the first couple minutes and then I go, don't say try. Say I sell two homes a month, three homes a month, whatever it is. I make don't say, I'm trying. Trying gives you an out. It's a weasel word, okay? So don't uh, use the word try. In your interior dialect I'm talking about, all right? So, um, or as what's his name used to say, uh, Brian Tracy, someday I'll, someday I'll sell 20 homes. Someday I'll, you know, someday I'll, it's a deserted island that you don't want to live on. Someday I'll. All right, you want to be a goal achieved person. There's a, there's a program for that. Okay, we talk about that all the time. Join my coaching if you're not in it. All you have to do is email my assistant, Sydney, S Y D N E Y S, Sydney S at B H H S N V dot com. Now, um, the other thing is, do you need to turn up your passion? I talk to you, I talk to some of you people, and it's like, I, my first thought is, who stole your puppy? That's what you sound like. Well, you know, you sound, don't, don't whine. Be passionate. Be enthusiastic. Be authentic. So are you being passionate? Would people t describe you as passionate? You don't have to be crazy. Okay, although I, I recommend that sometimes. <laughs> Good crazy, not bad. All right, you, you know, but you have to exude passion. If I'm going to give you the listing on my home at 6% of $400,000, that's, two, that's 24 grand. While, you're, while your lips are moving, this is what's going through their head. 
is this person worth 24 grand? The answer is yes, they'll list with you. The answer is no, they don't. Okay? Are you enthusiastic? Do you exude enthusiasm? Has everyone ever said to you, you're enthusiastic? Okay, so you want to you hear that a couple times a week, I think. And then be real, authentic. And your social media should definitely reflect that. Have fun with social media. Okay, but, uh, you know, do productive stuff, which is really, think about that. It's really just letting people know who you are and what you're doing. Okay, so it's like an advertisement and a diary is really what it is. Remember my two words? Content and document. That's what your social media should be about. Now, I didn't make that up. I read it, or I should say in this case, listen to it on YouTube. All right? So um, any questions so far? Okay, see, I'm speaking to you in an assumptive way. My assumption is you've already done your business plan. Okay? You have these wonderful two weeks left here, and three if you work the week between Christmas and New Year's. Christmas is conveniently on a Saturday this year. So you have all work weeks. All your holidays are on the weekend this year. They just made it really easy for you to work. Now, would I take some days off between Christmas and New Year's? Of course, I am. I always did. I did as a real estate agent, too. I believe, like nature, real estate shows you the path of least resistance. Uh, I would take it. You know, like little things like Thanksgiving weekend. Now, listen, can you do business on Thanksgiving weekend? Yes, you can. My thing is, I took that weekend off. I also took the week between Christmas and New Year's off, or most of it. I took long weekends on July 4th, Labor Day, Memorial Day. But I worked, I worked the other days. It doesn't matter which days you work. I like to take the days around the family stuff. So that way I get, you know, two birds with one stone. Okay? So, number one, be a goal-achieved person. That requires discipline, action. You need to exude passion, enthusiasm, and authenticness. You need to be authentic. And look at how you do that. Okay, some of you have to practice it. It's just that simple. I have to practice speaking. I have to listen to stuff that causes me to be, I have to, I look at myself as saturating my brain with so much positive business stuff that it just comes out. And then what happens? I have to refill it all the time. It's called audiobooks. And so I'm listening to a whole bunch of good stuff right now. I get the most exciting text, you know, this our email this morning. It's, okay, Rick, you have, three credits in your Audible account, use them. I'm like, yes, that time of month again. Reload. All right, so then I also wrote down this. Do the next right thing. People always ask me, what, what, do the next right thing. And uh, for me, the next right thing always is the right thing for your clients, obviously, is number one, and they know that. But this time of year, what should you be doing? Well, you should alphabetically be going through your sphere. Talking to everybody, wishing them a happy holidays. It's reverse prospecting. You don't even bring up real estate. Unless they do, and then you obviously handle it. All right? So do the next right thing. You know, like hopefully you guys have at least a couple of hours of prospecting in your schedule. That means, you know, you, you prospect for 45 minutes to 50 minutes, you take a 10-minute break, and then you get right back to prospecting. Well, I set an appointment in the first hour. I mean, so what? You need more than one appointment next year or even finish this year. 
All of you on this call know exactly how you're going to finish this year, too, with the exception of maybe one or two closings. You know, well, maybe this one will be in January, whatever. But you have an idea. The question is, if you had the same exact year next year as this year, would that be good enough for you? So if you don't want the same year, then you need to make some changes. So do the next right thing on your schedule. Is there anything that you did this year that you need to give up? Sometimes giving up stuff is just as important as adding new stuff. And sometimes it's more important. Like, you know, I'll give you a health example. I work out really well. I eat really well. But when no one's looking once a day, I go to the supermarket and buy a, cheese, a, a gigantic cheesecake and eat it in my car. But no one's watching me. Hello, can you guys hear me again? I got cut off, sorry. Someone just let me know that you can oh. hear me. Because I can hear you now. All right, thank you. Yeah, I don't know. I keep, we check into this line and they say there's nothing wrong with it, but this is this happened last week twice. So if it happens again, we, you don't hear me talking all of a sudden, I'll dial back in and, keep, and uh, keep going, but it takes me a second to do that. So apologize, folks. Okay, so I was at, um, you know, do the next right thing. Is there anything that you're doing that you need to be and I use the health example of I eat right, I work out, you know, but then I eat a cheesecake in my car while no one's looking once a day. Well, that's going to show up in your <laughs> results, right? So maybe there's something you need to let go of. It's not working. You know, I was talking to a really good agent this morning, and, you know, one of the things I suggested to him was that you add, like in most top agents, you know, you only get the justice of just holds if um, you don't have any expires or sphere or, some of, the agents, some of our top agents will never call it just the just sold. But some of the top agents I'm coaching in both Nevada and Arizona that are really doing well are adding in a little slice around their sales and listings. And I think it's a great idea because people are moving for all kinds of reasons. I don't know if you've ever I've – been, I've, been, I've prospected my whole real estate career after the first two years, and I figured out by going to a seminar that it works. Okay, um, uh, I, I – I can't tell you how many times I've talked to someone who have never got a call like the one I made. And when you make a call to somebody who's been thinking of, well, my house has gone up 40% in value in the last three years, and, you know, um, I don't own anything on it, and I recently, you know, divorced, and, I, and I'm 70, 68, 70 years old, and, you know, you, you'd be like, wow, I've never got a call like this before. Who told you to call me? Nobody. I just sold the one around the corner, and statistically, Someone's always moving. Now we know it's you. See, I just explain the script to people when they don't get it. Because <laughs> it's not that they don't get it sometimes. It's that they're just, how did they know? Right? So that's why I love prospecting because, you know, if you prospect well, like immediately, like with enthusiasm, energy, you know, like I just, passion. And people, it comes, now the people that have to sell, love it. The people who don't have to sell, there's all kinds of reactions they give you. But I'm not looking for people who don't have to sell. I'm looking for people who have to sell. 
and I don't know who they are until I get a couple questions deep. That's why I make sure I have energy and enthusiasm. All right, so give up the things that are holding you back. It just takes, just like it takes 30 days or so to create a new habit, it takes 30, 30 days or so to really lessen the impact of a bad one. Okay? Like, you know, some of our bad habits are just habits. Okay, so replace it with something new. All right, and then, um, so give up anything that's holding you back. I always like to focus on the big four as a real estate agent, and that's prospecting, negotiating, going on appointments, okay, and doing lead follow-up. So prospecting, lead follow-up, going on appointments, and negotiating deals. Those are the big four. All right? Now, I have a business plan for next year, but does my daily schedule complement it? If you're doing the one I send out, it has three tabs. One of them is the numbers. Next one is the execution, like things you've got to do. And the third one is the schedule. Now, I know a lot of people that do the first two parts and don't never get to the third part. You need to have a schedule. The schedule basically is, you know, your daily business plan. That's all it is. All right? Daily business plan. I was talking to one of our dynamite agents this morning from Arizona, and I said, how's it going? She goes, well, I'm prospecting every day, doing my lead follow-up, going on appointments, negotiating deals. And I said, yes, when you get really good at it, it almost becomes a little boring. Yep, it does. So how do you make it exciting? There's all kinds of, well, first off, when you're making that kind of money, it's kind of exciting. People go, well, that's shallow. Okay. I don't think it is, but I mean, there's nothing that says if you make too much money, you're shallow. I don't know where that anybody wrote that or, you know, you know, my saying, it's in my little book, success is a verb, is money makes nothing worse. People make things worse, but money doesn't. You know, I've, I've never, you know, I've, I'm in a bad situation. I have, I, have a, I have a lot of money. Oh, it's worse because I have a lot of money. No, it's worse if you have no money. That's always makes it worse. Okay, so it's okay. You live in a society where, I mean, when, we live in the best country in the world. Some people like to argue that today, but I always go, okay, great move because we do live in the best country in the world. And, you know, if you, uh, you want to make it better, then make it better. But it's pretty damn good the way it is. It's definitely not perfect. And you have every opportunity you want. But there is a def- definitely a decent amount of repetition. All right, if you really want to get crazy, try a time and motion study. Time and motion study where you just jot down everything you've been doing for the last 30, well, even 15 minutes is probably better for some of us. Okay, so time. So if you really want to get crazy, get one of those old-fashioned day timers or print out 30 pages out of your, your blank and just write it in and see what you're doing. And if you, because you're self-employed, remember that, you're the owner, you're the CEO. If you were working for somebody else, would they tolerate that? I also write down here, justifying is a powerful tool. Just like denial is not just a river in Egypt. Meaning that denial is not a technique. It's a coping mechanism, really. Denial means you're just ignoring that you're not doing things the way you should. All right? Justifying, well, you know, you got to spend money to make it. And then you buy a car you can't afford. And, well, you know, you need to close. And, you know, and no one's telling you to spend more money and then chase it. You can justify, 
we're great salespeople. We can justify just about anything. I would recommend you don't do that. Okay. Does anybody have any questions so far? Hit star six and I can hear you. Okay. So I'll keep, I'll keep going. We've got a few minutes left and then I'll open it up and see if there's any more. Okay. So then I would say, okay, so ask yourself this question. Uh, you know, am I interested in achieving my goal or am I committed to achieving my goal? Interested means when things get tough, you do something else. Committed means you follow the schedule no matter what's going on. If you're super committed. All right. So I would recommend, okay, that you absolutely 100% get committed to your goal, regardless of what it is. I can't tell you what it is, but whatever is important to you. I can tell you right in a few minutes of talking to somebody who's committed to their goal. I can tell you in a few minutes somebody who isn't. It's very obvious, by the way, they talk about their goal. All right. And then last point of today is, if you think you need to, you need to change that inner game in your head. That inner talk that all of us have that sometimes isn't very complimentary to ourselves. All right. Um, go on a campaign of becoming your best friend, not your worst enemy. I don't know why people, I mean, look, at I, before I went for stuff, I used to do the same thing too. I used to think telling myself I'm an idiot was helpful. It's not. Well, I'm motivating myself. No, you're not. Your subconscious mind has no sense of humor. It believes what you tell it. Tell it stuff that's empowering. Even if it's not 100% true. Like if you call yourself an idiot, you're lying. If you, well, I sell 50 homes a year before I do. Well, that's lying. No, it's not. It's a goal. You're programming your subconscious mind. You're in process. You can't close 50, day, 50 deals on January 1st anyway. You've got to do it by December 31st. So there are statements you can make true. And there are statements that will never be true, and they're usually negative. You're an idiot. You're fat. You're stupid. You're ugly. N none of those are true. All right? So, so, and I'm going to tell you that once you do all of this stuff that we're talking about, it really boils down to your daily schedule. Are you going to follow it or aren't you? That's it. It's the daily schedule. People go, it can't be that simple. We'll do it for a while. And then tell me it doesn't work. You know, you got to do it for at least a solid 90-day cycle. Everybody who does that, by the way, gets addicted to it. I've had people to this company to come to this company. You know, I have to take, one of the most rewarding things for me is they come to the company. You know, they're closing five, ten deals a year, and they thought that's that's it. I'm going to make you know 75, you know, 100,000, and then they make then they close 25 deals and make a quarter of a million dollars, and then they close more, and you know. I can't tell you what your goal is. I can just tell you that if you want to do that in real estate, I coach individual agents who close, you know, 50, 60 deals a year. I close agents with one assistant who close 60, 75. I coach agents that have uh, teams. So you only you get to decide what this is possible or what, but, you know, what's possible for you or what, where you're going to level out. There's a system. And it, the great thing about this company is we have a little of everything. Individual agents doing well, individual, individual, individual agents just starting off too. Okay. All right. Any questions?
Comments? All right, folks, well, listen, listen uh, we're going to do this again, I think, one more Monday. Yeah, we, we do this one more Monday, and then we're two weeks off, the week of Christmas and the week in between. So if you have any questions, you guys have my cell phone, 702-219-4329, in case you don't. If you want to join my coaching, Sydney S at bhhsnv.com. Okay, guys, thank you. We'll do this again in a week. Have a great day. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. Bye. You too. Thank you. Bye now.